It's podcasting time. As always, I'm Jonathan Isaacson, and this is Just Another Jerk, Dispatches from Japan, the podcast where I talk about things Japan-related. Please remember to subscribe, like, rate, review, whatever. Help out the podcast. So, it's that time of week when I come to you with another quick update on how the whole coronavirus pandemic thing is going here in old Nippon. And there's not a lot to report, which is maybe a good thing, um, I guess, I hope. Prime Minister Abe did extend the national state of emergency until at least the end of May, which is good. Um, The state of emergency had been set to end, I think it was on the 6th of May, which was the end of the Golden Week holidays, but on Monday, I think it was, so May 4th, uh, Abe announced the decision to extend it. So it's probably a good thing. I mean, again, there aren't any real penalties for not following the stay-at-home orders, I mean, stay-at-home polite requests, um, but it does seem to be the case that a lot of people are heeding the requests. Obviously not everyone, there are people still out doing silly things like going to beaches with large numbers and whatnot, but by and large it seems a lot of people are heeding the requests. I mean, the Shinkansen trains, the bullet trains here, were running with fewer than 10% of their normal Golden Week passengers, according to the news reports I've been seeing. And similar reports were coming out of the airports as well, so it seems that people are mostly... They mostly stayed home for Golden Week holidays. Again, I'm hoping that's the case. Overall, Tokyo has seen a relatively small number of confirmed cases in the last couple of days. I mean, again, testing is still not happening at the rate it needs to be happening, but that's been the case throughout. So maybe the real number of cases is actually slowing down. I mean, we'll see how that goes here now that the Golden Week holidays are done. So another week or two, we'll see what things really look like. Um, and also, some good news is that the restrictions on testing are being loosened a little bit. Uh, it used to be that you had to have a 37.5 degrees Celsius fever for four days running to uh, be, you know, qualified to take the to take to get a uh, test for the coronavirus. But now they have eliminated that. So I think now if you just have general cold-like symptoms for a few days, you can now at least try to get the test without being just rejected out of hand. So again, maybe Japan is getting better about that sort of thing. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's some good news, I guess, coming out of Japan with this. There was a story that came out about a woman in her 20s who uh, lives and works in Tokyo. Uh, but she went back to her hometown in Yamanashi Prefecture, not too far from Tokyo, uh, on a bus for the holidays, despite having felt a little bit sick beforehand. And so she got tested in her hometown in Yamanashi, and the test came positive. The test came back positive, I should say, before she went back to Tokyo. But she went ahead and took the bus back to Tokyo, even knowing that she had the virus, which was dumb. I mean, apparently it was one of her friends that tipped off authorities. So that kind of became news, which is good. We need to know people are doing these things. Not to name and shame them, but to, to, to get the word out that don't do this kind of thing. So yeah, she was she did a dumb thing. But of course, the internet being the internet went and did its own dumb thing. So she got doxxed. And some Twitter twits were saying things like, she should be charged with attempted murder and other such hot takes. So yeah, um, 
thankfully, healthcare professionals and authorities came out and have said that the doxing and that kind of stuff just really counterproductive. Because yes, what the woman did was dumb with a capital D. She also apparently lied about the timeline to officials. So there's some really some funky stuff going on with that. But yeah, she did something dumb. But doxing her over this will just scare more people into hiding the truth about stuff. So, I mean, I think it's safe to say that most of the time, doxing is just not helpful to anyone, really. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of some news that happened. But, um, you know, otherwise it's been pretty quiet. Um, here in Sendai and Miyagi, things have actually been very quiet on the coronavirus front. Um, we've had no new confirmed cases in over a week. Um, and of the nearly 80 who were in hospital, only about a dozen or so, maybe I think it was 14, are still there. So the majority of people who have already been discharged uh, and they're back home. So, uh, yeah, things are looking pretty good, I guess. The start of most schools in the prefecture has been delayed until at least June. So that's, again, that's good. These are good things. My university is about to begin online orientation next week for our students, and our classes are to begin all online um, on the 18th. So things are quasi-normal for me. I mean, I guess I, I have been working from home for over a month at this point, so that's not normal, but, you know, it, it, it's I've gotten used to it. And, uh, yeah, so things are pretty normal. Oh, I guess I it, some good news. I, I did get accepted to present at two academic conferences so that, that was good, but, I mean, both of them have been canceled. Well, I mean, okay, they're not canceled, but they have been changed from in-person to online conferences. So, I mean, that's okay. It's a little disappointing because I was really excited to share what, what I've been working on. But, um, you know, there's there, I, I, online, I, I just don't feel like they'll get as much response as they would have in person. But, you know, that's life right now. I mean, it still counts on my CV, so... I got that going for me. So one thing that is coming up a lot in recent uh, news stories is what to do about schools. And as I mentioned, the Sendai area schools are largely postponing the start of the school year until the end of May, beginning of June, you know, coinciding with the end of the new uh, state of emergency declaration. Well, not the new, the extended state of the emergency declaration. And that'll push the start of the school year back by two months. So for schools to get their entire school year in now, the breaks are going to have to be, you know, shrunk down to almost nothing, which, you know, that's unfortunate, but it's understandable. This is really a shogunai moment. So shogunai, the uh, Japanese phrase that translates roughly as it can't be helped. You know, there, there's a global pandemic going on and Japan just isn't ready for online classes for all the country's children. You know, I've talked about Japan's lack of high tech infrastructure on another episode um, you can go check that out if you haven't already. But yeah, Japan just isn't prepared to teach children online. And it's the start of a school year. So students, especially the new ones uh, at whatever their school is, if it's you know elementary school, junior high, high school, university, the new students, they just don't know anyone or anything about school life, you know, making it pretty tough, you know, to get started. So one idea that's been floated by some of the governors in Japan um, is to push the start of the school year to September, when second semester has traditionally started in Japan. You know, April has been the start of the school year since at least the Meiji era, uh, as far as I've been able to come up with. 
so the Meiji era is late 1800s, early 1900s in Japan. And in the current era, almost everything in Japan revolves around that April start date. So job recruiting, university, high school entrance exams, to name two. And as a result, Japan um, in Japan, April has kind of become the de facto start of a new year. I mean, yes, January 1st still sees the big New Year's countdown and all those things, but if someone's going to be transferred at work, if someone's going to retire, that's going to happen at the end of March, the start of April. So a lot of things, you know, they work on that same calendar here in the entire society. So shifting the school start would certainly throw a lot of those things out of whack. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, a September start would help attract more international students which would boost Japanese universities' world rankings. You know, it might get rid of some of those ridiculous mass hiring system practices that, well, I mean, they certainly helped Japan shift from the post-war era, you know, to the rapidly growing 70s, to the boom of the 80s. You know, that's the peak of Japan Inc. But, you know, the days of Japan Inc. are long over. You know, something needs to change. Japan isn't the same place it was 30 or 40 years ago. Okay, actually, I take that back. The world isn't the same place it was 30 or 40 years ago, but Japan is trying to hold on to what it was 30 or 40 years ago, and that's just not going to cut it, you know, in 2020. If Japan wants to remain an important global player, something needs to change. So, shifting the school year would have some positive side effects, probably. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Japan certainly is in need of some sort of a paradigm shift, and the pandemic has set the stage for just that to happen. Will it happen? Eh, not too confident that it will, but we do live in strange times, so strange things are possible. And Japan changing something major in a short time would certainly qualify as a strange thing. We'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Well, that's all for today's update keep it short today. Hopefully things will continue to look cautiously optimistic. And obviously everyone is hoping for things to get better all around the world. I mean, just don't rush things. I saw something somewhere on the internet that basically was saying, if preventative measures are truly effective, they will appear to have been unnecessary. You know, if everyone stays home and no one gets sick, it doesn't mean that there was no need to stay home. It means that staying home worked. People didn't get sick because they stayed home. So let's not get overconfident, you know, that these measures are working and now we can go back to life as normal. We probably can't. I mean, not until a vaccine is developed. Then we can truly get back to life as normal and we can start working on dismantling all the systems that this crisis has shown us to be broken. Okay, I'm going to stop now before this becomes a meeting down at the docks with me on the soapbox. But that's all for today. Uh, so please remember to subscribe, rate, review, share, sneak onto a friend's phone or computer to download and subscribe. You know, whatever it is you can do to help the podcast out. You can find the Twitter for this podcast at JustAnotherCast. You can email questions, comments, suggestions to justanotherjerkpodcast at gmail.com. It's all one word, just another jerk podcast at gmail.com. So on that note, I'm out. Peace. <laughs>